Welcome everybody to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com. This is the website where you can take online video courses and you can also learn personal protection, urban survival, and everything in between. Starting in January 2021, Survive and Protect will begin its Survive and Protect Academy. To become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy, all you need to do is go to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com, click on the Attend S&P Academy button, and scroll down the page till you see a set of instructions that will show you how to become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy. In the Survive and Protect Academy, you will get exclusive content that will not be on any of Survive and Protect's social media platforms. So be sure to join us today by going to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com and come down to the bottom of the page, enter your email address, and click the subscribe button. So before we go, always remember to be aware, wash the hands, and have a plan. We'll see you soon. You're rocking with the best. Thoughts of the week. Let's go. You are definitely rocking with the best. Welcome, everybody. This is Thoughts of the Week podcast. And um, I think we at podcast 55, man. Podcast 55. And um, I'm enjoying this recording with um, video, man. I'm enjoying it going to different parks. I'm at, a, I'm at a park that I've been to before, but I'm at a section of the park that I haven't been at as of yet. All right. And um, it, it includes a lot of ball fields. Four, five, who knows how many ball fields are out here. But um, I'm back out here at this park, man, and uh, just was trying to find a little spot where I can uh, sit down and talk to you guys about uh, things that's been going on, man. And so um, I'm not going to get into too many topics. I'm going to stay on one topic for this episode. And um, a lot of you guys might have heard about it. And uh, it was something that uh, Fat Joe, a comment that he had made, and um, some people was feeling a certain way about it. When I heard the comment, I was kind of, I know I won't, I won't say confused, but um, it was some question marks, man. It, this, there had to be some uh, questions answered, I would say. The comment was kind of made, uh, kind of. It was just interesting, and I will play that comment for you, and plus a few more things I'm going to um, play and show you here in a little bit, right? So before we get into that, let's take a quick commercial break, and um, after we do that, we'll get into the meat and potatoes of the show, all right? Check out Coach L. And also check out Survive and Protect. We'll be right back. So here we go. We got 15 seconds of work. And we got 15 seconds of rest. So I'll show you how to modify it first. So I'll start from the modified position. Um, a lot of people, unfortunately, refer to these as girly push-ups. It's a modified version. 
still get the same type of resistance, slightly diminished because you will be making the modifications, but you can still make it happen. So here we go. We're going to start in five seconds, and this is a modified version first. So 15 seconds, here we go, right in here. And as you're going through, and I'm going to switch to the regular version. As you're going through, you want to put your elbows back and not out to the side. You got three seconds, and you're going to rest it out. So again, when you're doing your push-ups, try to avoid going out because you're going to put a little bit more stress on your shoulder. So, second set, we're going 15 seconds of work. You get a 15 second break. Break. Here we go. Surviveandprotectonline.com Hey, what's going on, everybody? Survive and Protect. Hey, real quick, what I'm doing right now is I'm researching a location that I plan on going to in a few days where I'm going to be doing some business at. But um, I want to give you guys an opportunity to learn and do the same thing yourself, all right? So this course is called Six Websites to Research Security Threats, and it's only $1, all right? So you guys can do the same thing, whatever, whether you're going overseas on vacation, on a business trip, you might have relatives that you want um, that live overseas you want to visit. You can research on these websites any type of threats that might be in those areas that you might be going to. Now, let me break down the uh, websites real quick. There are three websites that you can research or use to research any type of threats here in the, in the United States, whether it's local, the town you live in, or the town you go into anywhere in the United States, locally, nationally. All right, there's three websites you can use to research certain types of threats. All right, then there's two two additional um, websites that you can research threats overseas or anywhere outside of the U.S. outside of the country. All right, and then there's the last website that actually you can research health-related threats, um, whether it's vector-borne, meaning um, insects that um, can give you diseases, whether skin rashes, um, things like Ebola, Zika, you can actually research these threats, and it'll and like you can put in a particular country, and it'll tell you what types of diseases you might come across in that particular area. All right. Once again, it's called Six Websites to Research Security Threats. I hope you take the course, and always remember: be aware. Watch the hands and have a plan. All right? Survive and protect. Peace. All right, folks. That's right, man. If you guys want to get your fitness levels up, you definitely want to check out Coach L. Check him out on Instagram at 3dimensions.com total fitness all right three dimensions dot total fitness let me make sure I got this correctly I don't want to get his information incorrect here let me make sure I got that correct that's correct so three dimensions dot total fitness that's that Instagram all right check him out check out coach L he's definitely certified he knows what he's doing and it'll get you right for sure all right also you guys want to learn how to protect yourself in any environment be sure to go to survive and protect there's a course out now 
called six websites to research security threats it's only one dollar and if I'm not mistaken it's gonna stay one dollar um, so you guys be able to check that out It's six different websites when you guys go to whenever you go in somewhere to visit family friends or you going on a quick weekend getaway or you going on an extended vacation or for those of you who are on business trips who go to business trips you and you, you can't afford security some people don't have a big budget to have uh, close protection um, personnel with them 24 hours a day or eight hours in, in the day you guys gonna know and have to understand that you have to be learn to be your own bodyguard pretty much and um, so and this course is gonna give you the tools to do some research so whenever like I said whenever you, if you're going on a business trip extended vacation with family or just for you by yourself um, if you're going to visit family friends or you're just going to a quick weekend getaway somewhere you want to research that location that you're going to so that you will know what potential threats you might face when you get there you know you might not never have to deal with it when you get to that location but just in case you want to be aware of criminal threats you want to be aware of health related threats and these six websites will help you out now you don't have to use all six you can use one or two just depending on based on what where you're going what you're doing you might want to just use one or you might want to use a combination of of some websites all right and so with that for sure it'll get you guys prepared and then you can come up with a quick plan create your own plan based on the information that you get you can come up with a plan on how you can protect yourself wherever you decide you're going on your trip all right so be sure to go to survive and protect online.com okay so now so right 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 now as I deal with these uh, the flies as usual but um I got some index cards here because I had to take some quick notes you know how I do every now and then sometimes I go I can go from the dome on the memory and sometimes I just want to get down specifics so things don't get too twisted or later on you guys don't send comments and say hey, you got it wrong which is cool if you do that you can always you know leave a message under the video or send an email in and say hey yo D you got that what you said over here was wrong it's really this and then I'll either research it right then and there or research it later and I might respond back to you saying hey are you right or no you wrong because here's this and I'll send you something back so it's no problem if you correct me it's all good but um nonetheless I took down some notes on some index cards in particular some uh, times for video to play at certain times because like I said we're talking about Fat Joe and uh, he made a specific um, comment and some people was feeling a kind of way um, about what he said including myself you know when I heard that, I was like mm, I don't know man and so I started looking up some stuff and I, I came across some things and um, I want to share that with y'all okay so let me uh, pull up some audio on what the uproar for some people some people are uproar some people are just like nah, I'm just I'm feeling the type of way and um, so we're gonna play that real quick here I'm gonna see if I can do the short 
the short uh okay yeah there you go didn't have to spend too much time typing anything in so let me make sure i got this straight here boom 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 boom, boom, boom. all right so what we're going to hear right now i'm going to play a little bit more extended audio because i just don't want to play the direct just exactly what he said and then cut it off for y'all i want to play a little bit extended before he made his comment and some some extension after it so we're going to be listening to roughly about two minutes of some audio and then maybe another two minutes of audio from this particular this particular audio clip so let me get this audio clip set up now, real quick and let me make sure I get this put up the correct way here let me make sure I get the numbers right okay and then we're gonna hear this particular audio clip all right and what I'll do is in case you guys are interested later on to maybe want to go back and listen to it yourself I'll put the information in the description for you guys to um, you know go look it up all right so here's here's the first part of the audio clip this is kind of what people were talking about and kind of getting into a um, a little uproar or someone just feeling a certain way about it all right so here we go I just stare at my pain and just feel like Hector's talking to me well, and the record, the original, is a very spiritual song. Like, it's a very, we like... We put elements of that in the video without giving it away for you. So we, we represent it for the... Make sure um, to respect the Yara. Yes, you better, but in the end, and, and, you know, it was protested. Like, then, you know. Yo, I don't know if you should do that. I'm like, yo, we can't, we can't, we can't shoot a video without... So before I continue on, they're, they're talking briefly about, and it's going to get into what, um, you know, what I'm talking about, what everybody else is talking about in the, uh, the news. Um, I guess Fat Joe recently made a song and he sampled a, um, in the song was a sample from I think it's a Spanish Latin artist or however you want to put it some people are now saying Latin X that's that's another term now but um, nonetheless he sampled this sample um, which is not again not gonna get too deep into that let's just say this he sampled so what you're hearing right now a brief is that he sent he sampled a certain song uh, for his song and they just kind of discussing it but then we're gonna get into what really was talked about all right We'll just keep it at that. Factor so much, I get it. When, when somebody might be like, "Damn, I need to touch the the national anthem of the Santeria, man." Of the, you know what I'm saying? I get it. I would probably say the same thing if anybody else did it. You know what I'm saying? I'm keeping it real. So we have to pay tribute to that yeah. video. But that's the thing that's so inherently what's part of what makes makes hip hop great, though, is taking something and then giving it a new meaning with what you do. Like that's well, it's, what he's speaking to, though, is is you know African ancestral heritage. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like right. that is. All right. So now we're getting into it. All right. So I'm gonna play it. That. That's, that's the music, African. That's the, the African. Well, all the music Africa. is African. Right. All the music is African. Brazilian music. All of it. Dominican music. Uh, Spanish drums. All the music is African music. So, 
you know, you getting on the Afro beat now. I've been in Africa. They've been doing that. Know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? It ain't new. All the music is African. Know what I'm saying? But you right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even in, in Puerto Rico, when you go to uh, uh, Caribbean, like, let's, let's speak about Latinos not being black. Latinos are black. Mm-hmm. In Cuba, at one time, there was 8 million Cubans. 5 million, unfortunately, were slaves. 3 million were actual Cubans. And they integrated and had babies. Same thing with Puerto Rico. When you go to Los I- Loisa, and when you talk about Santeria, that came from the motherland, Africa. You know, uh, sometimes Latinos might even identi- identify themselves with African and black culture more than black people. This ain't no crazy thing. Fat Joe ain't on crack. He know what he talking about. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm telling you the truth. Well, the heritage also, too, because, you know. All right, I'm going to stop it right there for a moment. Let me just grab my index card so it'll make sure they don't disappear here. Now, I'm going to play that back one more time. And then, because I want to make sure, even though I heard it already, I want to make sure you guys got it and I got it. So let me play this back one more time. Well, it's what he's speaking to though is is you know African ancestral heritage. That's right. You know what right, I mean? Like right. that is that that's that the music Af- and that's that the song African. is the connection well, all the music of is African. Right. All the music is African. Brazilian music, all of it. Dominican music, uh, Spanish drums. All the music is African music. So, you know, you getting on the Afro beat now? I've been in Africa. They've been doing that. So one, which is. We'll get to the to the thing everybody's kind of buzzed about, but Fat Joe is saying all the music is African music. Ebro kind of chimed in in the background. He said all of it, and so you know Ebro jumped on Fat Joe's bandwagon, and I'm um, just like, yeah, all of it, all the music. And then let's hear the rest. I'm saying like you know what I mean. It ain't new. All the music is African. Know what I'm saying? But you right, like you know what I'm saying. So this is Fat Joe now saying that all music, all the music is African. My question is, did he always feel that way? All right, because I'm gonna let you hear some other audio here in a minute, because we have um, on another show, Remy Ma, um, Joe Buttons, uh, I forgot the other dude's name, Jinx, I think his name is, and then we had Ebony Williams. They were all discussing the issue as well. And of course, Remy Ma was like, yeah, he's black. I'm not trying to say it just because he's my friend. I knew him for years and blah, 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 blah. Then I heard some other interesting information about Remy Ma coming out of her own mouth. And it kind of brings you back um, kind of full circle to a degree when it comes to the, um, the American or the black American descendants of slaves and then the black immigrants. All right. And then you have other immigrants that are that they say or people are saying they black, but they don't want to um, claim black. And so that's this is why I titled this particular episode. Is it cool to be black again? All right. Is it cool to be black again? Because it's seeming like things have turned because. When you got these uh, folks who are running for president, in particular the black ones, their numbers are starting to dwindle, and that's because they've they've been trying to push so hard to get the black people to 
to uh, co-sign them and a lot of black people the ones in, in particular are the the American descendants of slaves or the foundational black Americans those folks in particular are not going for the okie doke anymore like they used to and like they did with Obama and so people like Cory Booker and Kamala Harris thought they can just ride that wave that Obama did and they're finding out that a lot of blacks are not rocking with them and so also you have a thing where you have um, what has been called the old um, I say the old black news or the or the I guess we leave it like that the old the old guard if you want to say that the old black guard which might be the Roland Martins and what's the girl's name Joy Reid and and uh, Angela Rise those type of folks you know a lot of people have been um, saying that they have been uh, kind of on the cooning side and uh, it's been found out that um, I think Roland Martin and Joy Reid have some immigrant blood in them and the talk is is whenever it's blacks who are immigrants and not the blacks who don't know where they're from because during the, the uh, transatlantic slave trade they took some people and they took intelligent people that's another thing that doesn't get mentioned they took a lot of intelligent people with skills and they were they knew how to do things and they took those those people you had um, scientists agriculturalists um, poets whatever what have you inventors they took those type of Africans and brought them to America and then what happened is a lot of those blacks began making inventions so myself included and other blacks we are the descendants of these people these scientists these mathematicians these historians these um these agriculturalists right and so we descended from these people we have that intelligence in our DNA and um but then you have the situations where and then of course with that we don't know because like me I can't say I know what tribe I'm from I can't speak on that um I know I have a language from Africa because I don't know that the descendants the people um are descended from was brought over here and stripped of their language their religion their culture everything about them and so it's been transferred over to me and others so I don't know what tribe I'm from from Africa I don't know the language I don't know what religion they were um, learning and a lot of other things whichever part of Africa I could be from I don't know these things but then you have other people in current day who come from Africa who come from Barbados who come from uh, other countries and they can tell you oh I'm from Barbados or I'm from Trinidad and these are the and, uh, some people from Africa well I'm from Kenya I'm from this I'm from that and they can tell you their language they can tell you um, what tribe they from and these are the particular blacks that seem to come over to the US where the um, the, the slaves actually built this country they founded the country all right they were the ones who made to go in the fields because they knew what they were doing when they were stolen from Africa they knew how to do all that stuff they created inventions because they were the ones taken from Africa with that intelligent mind so 
when they got there, they were stripped of their names. Don't even know what names you could have, could have, or came from. And so there's been an issue with those type of blacks coming to America and going against the blacks who are the descendants of slaves. And they seem to, you know, there's a lot of funny talk. And and you'll hear in these audios here real soon what I'm talking about. So let's continue on. I just wanted to do that breakdown again. And uh, we're going to hear what Fat Joe is saying again and break that down. Even in, in Puerto Rico, when you go to uh, uh, Caribbean, like, let's, let's speak about Latinos not being black. Latinos are black. In Cuba, at one time, there was 8 million Cubans. 5 million, unfortunately, were slaves. 3 million were actual Cubans. And they integrated and had babies. Same thing with Puerto Rico. When you go to Loisa, and when you talk about Santeria, that came from the motherland, Africa. You know, uh, sometimes Latinos might even identify themselves with African and black culture more than black people. This ain't no crazy thing, Fed Joe. So... Point on more time. You know what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm telling you the truth. You know, uh, sometimes Latinos might even identify themselves with African and black culture more than black people. This ain't no crazy. Latinos might identify themselves even more. If I'm messing the exact words up, I played it a few times so you guys know what I'm saying. But they identify with the African side more than the blacks in the country or the blacks here more than black people even identify identify themselves with african and black culture more than black people this ain't no crazy thing fat joe ain't on crack it came from the motherland africa you know uh sometimes latinos might even identify identify themselves with african and black culture more than black people this ain't no crazy thing. Fat Joe ain't on crack. He know what he talking about. You know. One more time. You know, uh, sometimes Latinos might even identify identify them. Sometimes Latinos might even identify themselves. Selves with African and Black culture more than with African and Black culture more than Black people. Black people. So from. That comment, everybody was kind of tripped. Some people were tripping a little bit. Some people were uproared about it. Some people wilding out about it. And so, when I heard that statement, I was thinking to myself, like, what? And what made what, what crossed my mind was the plenty of times I've heard or I've seen on video um, where you have the Latinos in the form of Puerto Ricans, in the form of uh, Dominicans, in the form of um, Mexicans, Cubans, and those of similarity, Latinos, they went out their way to let people know they wasn't black there um, they didn't seem to embrace any type of African culture or black culture as Fat Joe has suggested I don't recall too many saying that there are very few females and it seems like it's been females I heard I might have heard one 
uh, male Latino dude, and he was light-skinned. I seen a video, and he was claiming to be black. And he seemed to be, he seemed to be real about it, but, um, you know, again, like I said, is it cool to be black again? Because it seems like, and I've said this, I said this a while back, maybe, uh, maybe in a few years ago, maybe a year and a half, two years, and I've been saying it kind of off and on. When all this stuff was happening with black folks, with the shootings and other other um, mistreatments and and things with even little kids in schools being told they couldn't have the designs in their head and all this type of nonsense that has nothing to do with the child getting educated, the grown adults of other races are so concerned about these kids' hair. That's more important to them than saying, well, we ain't worried about the hair. If they like the hair, cool. They don't, they don't. But it was more important to educate the kids. But they were so more they were so concerned about the children's hair that hey, we can't you can't be in school. It's a um, it's a distraction. And so many other offenses that have been coming against black adults and black children. Um, it doesn't appear to me that that was showing and that's I'm I'm saying that with white white people, but as well as the um, the Dominicans, the Puerto Ricans, the Cubans, the Mexicans, the so on, -so, and even some Haitians. There's been Haitians like that. Roland Martin is an, is an example of that. He's a Haitian, from what I understand. And so, there seem to be a lot of uh, people not wanting to claim black. They want to. They always, if they were black, they'll go. They'll quick to say, "Oh, I'm not. No, I'm no. I'm no black. I'm no black. I'm no black. I'm uh, I'm I'm Puerto Rican. I'm no black. I'm Dominican." I know black, I'm Cuban. And then you have Jamaicans and people from Trinidad and Barbados. I'm not black, I'm from Barbados. I'm Trinidadian. I'm not black, I'm Jamaican. And so all these people don't want to claim to be black. But only thing that will kind of, and it don't even seem that like that happens, if the police get a hold of your butt and they do something to you, for some reason, they see you as black if they beat you down or they shoot you. For some apparent reason, they don't ask you, are you Jamaican, are you Puerto Rican, especially the dark ones of Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic and Haiti and um, Cuba and so on and so forth, Aruba, I guess, too, Trinidad, Jamaica, and uh, some of these South American countries, Venezuela, Costa Rica, if they would have come to the U.S. and and the police for whatever reason um, hemmed them up, they're not asking them. They just see black. Even if they heard their accents, they just see black in them. But for some reason, those folks, the Costa Ricans, the Jamaicans, the Puerto Ricans, the Dominicans, the Cubans, don't seem to understand that. They still keep trying to conform into being European. And so that's just what I was thinking. Like, yo. Dude, where, when? Because I haven't seen it. And so, that's just one part of it. We're going to pull up. You know, I don't want to go too much into talking. I want to kind of let y'all listen to it and then explain at the same time. Alright? So, here is... Well, I'm going to play the rest of this and then we're going to get into kind of the second part of this. Actually, we are at the second part, so let's listen to this part. Ain't no crazy thing, Fat Joe ain't on crack. He know what he talking about. 
You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm telling you the truth. Well, the heritage also, too, because, you know, man. So, real quick, when he said, nah, I'm telling you the truth, apparently, because the cameras didn't um, show the faces of how everybody was looking, because apparently when he made that comment, somebody was apparently kind of feeling a certain way because he had to say, nah, I'm telling the truth. So apparently some people probably didn't disagree, but the cameras didn't pan to the faces to see who was the one who kind of had that look like, what? What you talking about? And then Fat Joe had to say, nah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it real. It's this, it's that. But here's the second part. Inland American slavery is different than Caribbean plantation slavery because culture was able to stay intact when you got to mainland america they was killing black folks for trying to celebrate mm -hmm. this yeah, and stripped yeah. all of that so when you get to the caribbean and you see that connection back to africa very strong in the people mm -hmm. it's very strong in the people when you very go to strong. cuba too when they they break down some of the santos they'll also tell you this is the real names of the santos and this is the name we use when we're trying when we were trying to hide, hide it, it. Yo, to protect that's it. the illest story yo so now so when david o and them cats come over from africa and i start telling them about the, about york because they're so now they're trying to you know justify whatever whatever which what it sounds like to me um laura styles was like yeah they they hit this and they did that just to keep people safe but my thing is why well, try to hide it just to keep people safe i can kind of see that but at the same time just fight back you don't have to worry about keeping people safe because you're your aggression towards the oppression will um, keep you safe. So let me finish a little bit of rest of the rest of this, and then we'll go. They're Yoruba. They're Yoruba from the original tribe in Africa. And I'm like, yo, you know, when you go to Brazil, and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't know that Yoruban culture exists in the islands. They don't even know that it's still maintained. That fabric, yo, trip on this. Is from Portuguese. Yo, so the Portuguese, the Portuguese colonized Brazil. Yeah. So that's why you got Brazil is pretty much Portuguese. Africa. Yeah, and they speak Portuguese. And the same thing in Angola. But, but I'm telling Wanda. you, they don't even know that that was maintained. That's not commonly shared. That between Yoruban people in Africa, that in the Caribbean and the colonies of America, that that stayed intact. It blows their mind. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's ill, man. And 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 they celebrate it to the fullest, man. They they celebrate it out there like crazy. But yeah, I get it. Fat Joe, new album, Family Ties, great title. All right, so that's that. All right. So, again, he's like, yeah, black, African is this, and African is that. And then, like again, like I said, then he said, well, the Latinos seem to embrace or they embrace it more or they, or they accept it more. I'm just putting in my own paraphrasing. Again, you guys heard, heard it. So, just kind of paraphrasing that they accept it embrace it they take it in more they know it more i'm just putting out those different words out there than the blacks themselves and again like i said where and then i question fat joe have you really been like that all your life have you been accepting like yeah i'm black i'm this i don't even recall him saying it in this one i might have to play back this particular um video audio 
and see if he even mentioned it or listen back to it myself later on. But um, again, I asked the question, is it cool to be black again? All right. And so I'm going to go to the next audio because I want you guys to hear this real quick. It's about one is about a minute and 30 seconds long, 40, 50 seconds long. Another one might be about uh, five seconds. And um, it's just to kind of put some perspective and context to the other audios that I will be playing here shortly. Oh, let me see. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do this. Before I play something that I want y'all to hear, y'all already heard what Fat Joe said. Let me play this real quick. Let me go here. Let's just get right into it and go right here. Right? Let me just type it in, punch it up. As Dick Gregory would say, punch it up. And let me see, I believe this is it. Yes, it is. And then I'm gonna go to certain time frame here. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and play the audio from this point, but again, if you guys want to, um, y'all want to hear it yourselves, you know, I'll put the time frames and everything together for you guys to hear it, but here it is. Alright, hold on a sec. Let me make sure we get something out of here first of all. Now let's see if we can get this get this plane here. There is no clear lineage because we're a collection of multiple things. I found certain things. I was like, oh, part Nigerian, part Ghanaian, uh, part Senegalese. So I was like, oh, I, I have some things that I didn't know. And it didn't change anything about my day the next day. But I was just like, damn, we walk around blind all this time that, and we belong to people. It, it's so crazy because I went through the same thing. I, I told Joe recently um, where... And it wasn't even far removed. It's my grandmother's parents. Like, uh, I was trying to figure out. I'm like, I would really like to know where I come from. Yes. I mean it like. Now, this is Remy Ma. Now, I want, there's a reason why I'm playing this. And maybe other people caught it as well. But I want y'all to see what I'm talking about when it comes to, one, um, folks, black folks from other countries or other locations outside of the U.S., who are not descendants of slaves they know who they are or they have an inkling of who they are where they come from compared to the foundational black americans or the american descendants of slaves and then this seems to be every time you have those type of black immigrants types they always seem to go to 
the side they don't side with the blacks in America they kind of side with with other immigrants and other people there's not no one camaraderie like they try to front like they um, like they claim to be we all one that's BS but I want y'all to hear this for yourselves and I would do the same thing I'm from New York I'm from the Bronx yeah. But people who are not from here, where we have this huge melting pot, certain places you go, you have features that place you in other places that they're used to seeing because, yeah, because that that's just the way that's they, the that, that, yeah. that's the way they are. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten that my whole life. And just recently, I found out that you know my grandparents are from Barbados. I'm like on bated breath. Somebody was asking me that about you, Rem. Um, somebody saw I was working with you, and they were like, she's definitely from the islands. They were like, she's, she's Jamaican, or she's Haitian. I said, well, bitch, I don't know. My, Let my me find out. And so Barbados, I found out that you're from I don't, I don't Barbados. know any of my family there. I don't know anything. Like, now that you know, I can travel now, I was actually thinking about probably the same because called out. yeah because that that's just the way that's they, the aesthetic that, yeah. that's the way they are and i've gotten that my whole life and just recently i found out that you know my grandparents are from barbados uh, i'm like on baited so there you go right there her grandparents are from barbados all right that's to give you some context if you ever hear remy ma if there's any political issues or social issues dealing with black folks and there's and it's affecting the descendants of slaves slash the foundational black americans we gonna see how what side remy ma and those of the like who they side with and i say that because there's another uh, part of this same audio where like i said i hope i got it and i'll be able to play it for you guys but um she seems to kind of cape for which is cool because she claims it's not because she's from the bronx and fat joe's from the bronx and she knew fat joe for 10 20 15 20 years or so she claims it's not that she's saying yo fat joe is black that's it point blank end the story he goes he, he went out to our house and there was some other comments that when she said and i might have the um i might be able to play that if i have the numbers for the uh particular audio the um time stamp number for that um certain things she was saying then joe button and ebony was like well that doesn't mean anything because he's this or he rocks with this or he does that so you have a thing where you can kind of see where it was joe button and ebony williams were kind of like whoa wait a minute uh remy you know certain things don't mean this and then another thing when um and i hope i have the audio i'll be able to play the audio for you guys there was another thing that was mentioned where um ebony and fat and uh not fat joe but joe button mentioned you know there's um there's situations where blacks just some black people just have hatred of self and remy was like nah nah it's not about hating itself so she's already showing her immigrant side right because she was like no it ain't about it's not that it's not that they hate they got hatred of self it's blah 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 so she's already showing the blindedness of her immigrant blood or the non wanting to accept of her immigrant immigrant blood all right so i just wanted to put that out there you heard that but with her own mouth she has grandparents who are from barbados which makes her part of that immigrant lineage or blood type okay now granted we can probably say everybody has 
uh, everybody comes from Africa when you start doing the research and going back and going back and going back and going back and doing looks but the way people are today they not there's a lot of people not accepting that there's a lot of people not claiming it but now that it seems like a lot of the um, the descendants of slave blacks the foundation foundational black Americans the American descendant of slaves um, are kind of taking a stand now with a lot of things and people don't know how to handle it and so now it's starting to seem like oh we better jump on their bandwagon now because before it used to be a thing where they were just getting allowing people to put their foot on their neck and now we're seeing that they're not allowing it so now everybody wants to come back slowly come back to yeah I'm black too and I'm black this and then of course the talk with the reparation situation now everybody want to start being you know sneaking themselves into being black again alright because they seeing that the original black Americans who didn't know where they came from who had their language stripped from them who don't know what tribe they're from what religion they were on they're seeing that those blacks are taking a stand the same way they did back in the times when slavery was about because there were lots of rebellions that no one talks about there was more than just the one or two you might have heard that happened in America as well and so there were a lot of slave rebellions that went on and we won't get into that. that's another that's another podcast or another video altogether but I'm just kind of tying things in and and connecting the dots and putting the pieces of the puzzle in the right spots alright and so you heard that part now she knows her grandparents is from Barbados now she has that claim alright so now let's uh, pull up another I don't know why this, oh there we go let's pull up another audio from audio clip from the same audio let me go back now and so you guys can hear this real quick. Oh, almost had it there. All right, I'm gonna start it from right around here. It doesn't start from where it's at. Just give it a few seconds to kick in. All right. Down on y'all, and this is my only fact for the whole episode. No, all right, so I studied AFAM, African American and African Diaspora, in school. Like, that's one of my degrees, right, from USC Chapel Hill, go Tar Heels. Um, it's very broad. Like, to me, that is why we are, in my opinion, the dominant culture. I learned very much like you, Remy, that ultimately every culture originates from the diaspora, okay? And the diaspora is broad. So as a person of... And I don't like to talk this because I don't think it's any different than any other part of the black diaspora. But y'all know I'm from Southeast Louisiana. That's of the Creole origin, right? It is of African diaspora at its root. So it's African, it's Spanish, it's French, it's African. That's what we are. And so like when I hear this, I'm not offended. I'm not taken aback because I assume, this is Ebony K. Williams saying, I assume blackness is as broad as possible. I don't like a limited definition of blackness. I don't like when we start excluding certain types of black people because not they're black not enough. black American. Now, this is the part I was talking about when it came to Ebony. She says she don't, she knows she feels this type of way because she don't like it when certain types of blacks get excluded. But the problem I have with that is when you talk about this is specifically on the issue of reparations. 
if you have you have blacks like you they saying she's saying I don't want it I don't like it when they separate these types of blacks and then Remy Ma chimed in about you not black enough that's not really it when it comes to reparations it's because there were certain blacks that were in America and reparations need to be given to those descendants of those blacks that were slaves and mistreated and so you can't put those other blacks like you want Ebony Williams you can't put them together like that because you got some of them who want to who are from Jamaica Barbados they might be under a British rule or whatever or French rule and so if they want certain monies they need to go to the French or the British to collect their reparations so that's why there's an issue or I have an issue with that particular comment all right we're kind of going a little bit off Fat Joe, but we're going to still stay on it. Because like I said, I have another audio clip for y'all to listen to. And then I might play them back and forth a little bit. But um, again, Ebony Williams, yeah, you might have an issue with that. Yeah, it would be nice if the Puerto Ricans who apparently look, you can tell they have some African ancestry in their blood and in their physical features. It would be cool if the Dominicans, the like, the Cubans that are like, the Costa Ricans, the Brazilians, who have that phenotype of the African look, the fate, their features, and sometimes a lot of them have dark skin. Um, it would be cool if they all, I had another thought, that's why I stopped for a second, but I'm gonna try to stay on this and I'll jump to the other one. It would be cool if they all, if everybody embraced, hey, we all black, I just speak this language here, I speak Spanish, I speak French, or I speak Creole, but we all black and we gonna all get together and stick together and we gonna make everything pop the way we want it to pop. But it's not like that. Haitians don't wanna, some some Haitians, and I say this, I'm saying it where you have some that are, that are ride or die for the uh, descendants of blacks, descendants of slaves, the foundation of black Americans, you got some that's so cool, they cool with that. They understand the plight, they know what's going on, and they riding with the descendants of slaves. Then you have those like the Roland Martin types and the Angela Rye types and the Joy Reeds and the so on and so forth, who, and there's others, there's males too, so don't get it twisted. There's some a lot of males that way who um, seem to want to shy away from being black, and some of them is as dark as me. Some of them is as dark as the other ones out there, the other Cubans, Dominicans, Brazilians, Haitians, um, Venezuelans, Costa Ricans, so on and so forth, Colombians. I'm sure they got some dark-skinned Colombians somewhere hiding out. The same thing with Italians. They got some dark-skinned Italians they keep it hidden. Um, people from Fiji, Fiji Islands, they got some real dark-skinned ones there. They, from Thailand, they got some dark-skinned uh, Asians that look like somebody that would look like my cousin from uh, from Queens or something like that. So they all kept hidden, they all kept secret, and they put the, the Caucasian, European, white-looking types out front for everybody to see. But when you go and dig deep and go in the countries and go in the in the back in the hoods and everywhere else background, you'll see some of those as dark as me or a little bit lighter but they're still dark skinned to the point where if they didn't say a word you would thought they was black some of them look like the same complexion as your cousin your grandma your aunt your uncle your dad and so that's the problem i have with um ebony williams making that particular statement all right so i just wanted to play that real quick let me finish it off yeah i mean i've heard shit 
shit. I've heard that on my whole life, too, so don't even get me started. Even me, let's be full disclosure, when I said I was joining this show, there was a lot of commentary around, oh, well, she doesn't know the culture. What the fuck? My name is Ebony Kiana Williams, <laughs> okay? If that is not representative of the broad black culture, I don't know what is. I think we need to stop with that as a community. We need to stop trying to feel empowered by being exclusionary because last I checked, we are empowered with inclusion. So I love to hear, whether it's Fat Joe, um, the supermodel, my favorite supermodel, Joan Smalls. She's like, I'm a black woman and I'm a full-blooded Puerto Rican. She's a black Latina. Like so there you go with that. She's, she's on this vibe, Ebony Williams, Ebony Kiana Williams <laughs> is on this vibe of, yeah, I want everybody to be, but no, because when you have that issue, first of all, not all of them is going to accept you. Not all of them want to even claim to be black. And then they only going to jump on the bandwagon when they see the American descendants of slaves slash the foundational black Americans slash the native black Americans slash the native foundational black Americans. When it see when it's when it starts looking like we're starting to uh, stand up, get stuff done, get back what's deserved, then everybody else wants to get what we want or what we got or what we trying to get, and they want to claim black again. All right, and I like I said, I said this several years, a couple of years ago, and I've been saying it off and on every now and then. I said um, it's going to be a time when all these folks who was hating. Those who even look like they're black but didn't want to claim it, and they might be Puerto Rican or they might be Cuban or they might be Dominican, but they didn't want to be black, even though they look like your cousin or your your homegirl, your homeboy from around the corner, that's black. There's gonna be a time when they're gonna want to jump back on the bandwagon because when we get back on top, everybody want to be black again. And I know I I don't know I heard other people say it, and I'm saying it again. Nope, keep your same energy when you was hating on us. Those who look like they're black, those who are lighter skinned, but they claim that all oh, they're going to claim they're black. No, keep your same energy that you did before when we was getting our foots put on our necks and all the mistreatment and all the um, misjustice in the court systems, in the school systems, on the streets. No, keep your same energy. Don't jump on the bandwagon now. It's that simple. All right. So now I'm going to play another audio real quick. And I don't know how much I'm going to allow to play, but I'm going to play it nonetheless. And here it is. Um, no reference to your woman of color identity. And I'm very confused. So that's what I don't like. I don't like anybody that is not a Instagram. Consistent. She's, yeah, from, consistent. she's from the same exact neighborhood. I know she that is. Joe is from. And it's but okay. She seems like consistent to me. But listen, let me tell you. To me, she seems consistent. Okay, real quick to give us some reference. Um, Ebony K. Williams who first was like we all need to be this 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 and now she was like and it might be something different but now she was like well she doesn't hate some of the oh no not she doesn't hate but she kind of she doesn't like when some of these um, Latinos since that way they were talking about that who were once claiming to be black which is what I said and then all of a sudden they was she was talking in particular of Remy Ma and um, Ebony K. Williams Ebony Kiana Williams were talking about J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, how one time she was J-Lo from the block, 
I'm from the Bronx and blah 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 and by the way I'm from the Bronx too so I could say what I need to say on this as well uh, um, again JLo is from the from the block one moment she's down she's this she's that and then when she got with uh, Ben Affleck she she ain't from the block no more she ain't black I'm no black I'm no black no more well, before she was a black Latina she got with Ben Affleck that went out the window and then I don't know if she's trying to come back and be black again and Ebony K Williams Ebony Williams said she was you know she don't like she don't like when people do that then Remy Ma mentioned something about well she's from the Bronx like Fat Joe and that didn't make no sense at all because you from the Bronx don't mean you can claim black or it's okay that you jump from being black one moment and then you're gonna be black the next again listen to what Remy Ma is talking about that's that Barbados talking in there right so I'm gonna play that again that's that Barbados and I'm gonna say all this I don't I don't know any of them I've never met any of them I never spoke to them personally on any type of level whether it's just a casual conversation whether it was a casual conversation that turned into a political one and we were able to dialogue and understand our differences and not hate on each other so I'm not trying to hate on anybody or hate on them I don't know them they don't know me uh, we never had a conversation I'm just pointing out some things to be aware of and then of course I'm putting I'm chiming in on some things that I was kind of feeling about the comment that was made and the comments that some of them were making alright so this is not no shade like 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 I got y'all boom but I'm playing what they're saying okay so let me, yeah, I'm right on point right there. Let me go back a little bit more. All right, so I'm going to play this again. Affleck, uh, you're in movies to me passing as a white woman. All right, um, hold on, hold on. to your woman. Experience of her is early in her career when she was Jenny from the block, you know, all this stuff. It was um, Six Train and all this. It was um, a black Latina experience. And then you show up at the Oscars with Ben Affleck and you're in movies to me passing as a white woman. Um, no reference to your woman of color identity. And I'm very confused. So that's what I don't like. I don't like anybody that is not of the cigarette. Consistent. She's, yeah, from, consistent. she's from the same exact neighborhood. I know she is. Joe is from. And it's but okay. She seems but, but, to listen, me. but listen, let me tell you. To me, she's really consistent. It, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem. Now, before I play Remy's part, Again, like I said, when you hear her, think about what she said now. She has grandparents that are from Barbados, so she's got that Barbados blood in her. So listen to the Barbados in her talk and come out. All right? And again, because you're from the Bronx, you're from the same spot or the same borough as Fat Joe, doesn't give you a pass when they were talking about Jennifer Lopez or anybody in particular or anybody specifically. Whether it's Fat Joe, J-Lo, J whoever, whoever. Peter Guns, whatever. Alright, and Peter Guns is kind of on that dark side. Or still on the light side. I think he's from the Bronx too, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. But, um, Peter Guns falls in that category as well. You know, he could possibly pass, like, for a black person. Or that black cousin, you got a light-skinned cousin, and that's your black cousin. A lot of these um, entertainers, rappers, athletes, whatever, what have you, they can all, that's that's not black, black. They can pass for being black, but do they accept that? Or is it just 
when the real blacks, the full, if you want to say that, for sake of argument, um, or you want to go as far as the descendants of slaves who don't know anything about their past, is it just like, um, is it a thing where it's just, you know, it's cool to be black again. So I'm getting on the black bandwagon. I want to be black with them now because they riding now. They standing up for themselves. They not going for the Kamala Harris Obama trick. They ain't going for the Cory Booker trick. They telling them what we they telling them what we want. If they ain't giving it to us, we not riding for them. So now they see the black, the descendants of blacks, the ones who have everybody's back, the ones who always cape for everybody. And then all other immigrants and all other black immigrants and those who want to claim, those who even don't claim, and other races of people kind of pooped on them. I'm going to keep it PG. They pooped on the blacks. All right. And so now when it seems like they standing up, it's like, uh-oh, there's a problem. So then we got a problem with that. All right. So Ebony, Ebony Williams, she's on one front like, yo, I don't like when they do this. I don't like when they do that. And then on the other hand, she don't like, um, you know, she wants everybody she likes it when everybody's together, but it don't work like that. Number one, just the natural order of things, people are not, there's people who's not gonna ride like that. It's that simple. All right, Ebony? So, and again, like um, like I said, I don't know any of them. I think they all cool. I think Jinx is, seems to be a cool dude. Joe seems like he's cool, even though he, you know, he acts, you know, sometimes he'd be wondering sometimes. And Remy seems like she's cool, but she got it. She got me like my eyes, I'm looking at her like with my arms crossed and I'm just sitting in the cut or we sitting in the same table or something or nearby and I'm just kind of listening like, okay, you know, she's on that, uh, it's like three lists, the rock with you list, the one in the middle that we still trying to figure out about you and then the one we don't rock. She seemed like she in that middle list right now. All right. So let me play this audio again. And, uh. Let me go back a little. It jumped some. Hold on. And then we'll get to another audio, which is another one I wanted to actually get to. All right. And I'm very confused. So that's what I don't like. I don't like anybody that is not of the cigarette. Consistent. She's, yeah. consistent. She's from the same exact neighborhood. I know she is. Joe is from. And it's but okay. She's but, consistent. But, consistent. Listen, but listen, no, let me tell you. To me, she's really consistent. It, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem when people that y'all don't feel are blacking up or shit like you know i look at you and i that y'all don't feel like sounding like an immigrant that barbados coming out in you remy y'all don't like as if you somebody different and this is how they act this is how people from barbados act this is how people some people from barbados some people from jamaica some people from any country in africa so on and so forth dominican republic cuba now all of a sudden it's y'all, no inclusiveness, y'all feel like this, all right? So, hear what I'm saying, let me go back. Affleck, and you're in movies, to me passing as a white woman, um, no reference to your woman of color identity, and I'm very confused. 
So that's what I don't like. I don't like anybody that is not of Instagram. Consistent. She's, yeah. consistent. she's from the same exact neighborhood. I know she is. That Joe is from. And it's but okay. She seems like but, but listen, but listen let me tell you. To me, she's really consistent. It, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem when people that y'all don't feel are blacking up or shit. Like, you know, I look at you and I see Spanish. I look at you and I see a Latina. I look at Fat Joe and I see a Latina. So the nerve of you to say that you identify with being black. No, they, like, Joe, I'm not, I can't speak for Jennifer. Joe's black. That's it. And period. That's the and difference, though. That's a big difference. Spanish, difference. You know, difference. But, but, that's a huge. Now, Remy said, I can't speak for Jennifer Lopez, but Fat Joe is black. That's all. She, she, she's just... Adamant. Fat Joe is he's black. Excuse me, but there's also a time where people that are as black as me, you, Jinx, and maybe even darker, that they opt in and out of their blackness as well. When I have it's a problem with that. Too. I have an issue with that. I have a I, with that I, I, I'm not yeah. saying that you And then uh Remy Ma said there's some people who are black, as black as she is, as black as me, as black as Joe Buttons, as black as Jinx, Ebony Williams, that they opt out of being black. And yes, there are people who like there's some blacks who are uh, uh descendants of slaves that they opt out of wanting to be black. And Joe again said they you know he's not feeling that either. Ebony Williams said the same thing. Ebony says she's not feeling that. And I agree, I'm not feeling that either. But what's it's the thing? You don't. Not that it's self-hate. When people feel like, hey, if I act, if I wear my hair like this or I talk like this. Now she's saying, not that it's, this is Remy Ma. This is Remy saying, oh no, not that it's, it's not about self-hate. It's not that it's self-hate. And she's going to go on and explain what it is. All right. Don't feel are black enough or shit. Like, you know, I look at you and I see Spanish. I look at you and I see a Latina. I look at Fat Joe and I see a Latina. So the nerve of you to say that you identify with being black. No, they, like, Joe, I'm not, I can't speak for Jennifer. Joe's black. That's it. And period. That's the and difference, though. That's a Spanish, big difference. You know, but, excuse me, okay. but there's also a time where people that are as black as me, you, Jinx, and maybe even darker, that they opt in and out of their blackness as well. When I have a problem with that. I have an issue with that. I I'm not yeah. saying that you. Self-hate is a thing. Not that it's self-hate. When people feel like, hey, if I act, if I wear my hair like this, or I talk mm -hmm. like this, or I dress like this, or I do this, you know, people are in certain fields are not going to accept me. So they wear their hair a little straighter. They talk a little, you know, more properly, and they do so that they can fit it and appear to be less black and less offensive. I see. Now, to me, that sounds like that don't even make sense. She's saying that some people might do it because they see it's like. I got to change my look and change my this. No, you don't have to change your look just because you think somebody else won't accept you. No, you don't. You don't have to do that. Again, that's the Barbados talking, to, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. See, that's how the Barbados slash Jamaican slash Haitian slash Dominican, so on, so on and so forth and so forth. That's that immigrant talk. All right. And again, there's nothing against her. Um, I like her. She's from the same borough I'm from, from the Bronx as well. So I don't know them personally, but when you sit down, it's all about when you sit down and you listen to them, listen to them talk, then you start noticing. Then another thing, I don't know if you caught it. You notice, like like I said, she mentioned and you heard the audio when she said that, um, well, yeah, J-Lo, you know, she's from the same borough as Joe, meaning like, then it's okay, then because she's from the same borough as Fat Joe, then that means she black or that's you know she good and then later on you see her say well I don't know about Jennifer but I know that Joe is Joe is black so see how she changed up 
Barbados. Immigrant talk to me. All right? That's what that sound like to me. And again, no hate on none of them on the show. No hate on anybody, Fat Joe, anybody. I'm from the same borough as y'all. I'm from the Bronx, all right? And I and certain things, if if I was on that same, I shouldn't, I shouldn't get certain passes of being this or that because I'm from a borough. No. So I don't know if y'all caught that. At first, she was like, well, yeah, but she, she's from where Joe's from. And then later on is, well, I don't know about Jennifer, but Joe is black. All right? So I think I'm just going to leave it right there. And now I'm going to play... I'm going to play this video, or this audio, I should say, before I get to the, the last one. Now, keep in mind now, y'all heard Remy's, she's caping for uh, Joe. Yo, he's black. Joe is black. Right? Fat Joe is black. That's all she's concerned with. That's all she got to say. And then Fat Joe was like, yo, all this uh, Latin music, that's African. This is this, 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 and then the other. All right? So I'm going to pull up another video here. I keep saying video, but audio. Right here shortly, let me just punch it up. And I just want y'all to listen. Alright. It's a short clip. Hopefully we'll pull it up, and I believe this is the clip. Latinos and hip-hop when I came in I tell everybody I was the first Eminem I grew up in the Bronx and in junior high I would, I would battle 20 black dudes and it'd be me a little blonde kid green-eyed kid thinking he's tough talking wild shit at the battle just battling everybody and um you know we was in the streets hard blonde kid green-eyed kid blonde sound like he said it sound like to me he said blonde kid green-eyed kid Blonde kid, green-eyed kid. Now there are some, there are some black people who um, have blonde hair and have blue eyes. If I'm not mistaken, they keep them hidden too. They don't want people to know because they, they physical features. You can say, you can definitely see they got some type of African uh, DNA in them. It's just their hair is blonde, and even sometimes their blonde hair is not like the white people's blonde. It's like afro kinky type hair and that's their natural hair and they got blue eyes so you just listen i grew up in the bronx and in junior high i would, I would battle 20 black dudes and it'd be me a little blonde kid green-eyed kid thinking he's tough talking wild shit at the battle just battling everybody and um you know we was in the streets hard you know, I was like one of the one of the most respected, feared gangster niggas in the streets. I knew that Latinos had a little bit more to say than Rico Suave or Mellow Man Ace. God bless them. But, um, you know, we was in the streets hard. All right, I want y'all to listen closely now. I'm gonna play it back, some of it back again, a little bit. Uh, 
you know, I was like one of the one of the most respected, feared gangster niggas in the streets. I knew that Latinos had a little bit more to say than Rico Suave or Mellow Man Ace. God bless them. But I know there was niggas out there getting money like me who wanted to hear that real nigga shit, even though we Latinos. So I kind of knew like when I came. Even though we're Latinos, right? Y'all heard that? Want me to play it back again? Y'all heard Fat Joe. And then I'm it's like a, it's about a minute and 40, 50 seconds long. But um, I want to keep going back a little bit and then let it play out a little bit. It might be less than that, actually. But um, I don't hear nothing about him claiming black. Y'all listen to it again. One of the, one of the most respected, feared gangster niggas in the streets. I knew that Latinos had a little bit more to say than... Rico Suave or Mellow Man Ace, God bless them. But I know there was niggas out there getting money like me who wanted to hear that real nigga shit, even though we Latinos. So I kind of knew, like, when I came out, I was like, yo, I was like, you know, I knew it was going to be like this energy to where niggas could relate. And in the future as well, like, you know, bringing somebody like Big Pun in the game, you know, it gave Latinos so much a sense of pride. And, and it's hard because... People don't see it like that because in a weird way, we were too black for a pure Latino. Like there's some pure Latinos that if you ain't rapping in Spanish or you ain't, they ain't fucking with you, right? We too black for them. And then we was too Latinos for some black people in like, let's just say Mississippi or some shit. We was like mutts in the game and we knew that. So we just played our position and said, yo, you know what? We making music for everybody. We making great music and we gonna represent the Latinos, but make sure we put out a phenomenal body of work and just make it credible and make it dope that if anybody who is rapping, this would be hot shit. All right, so there you have it. I'm gonna play it back again. Now, in, that, in his breath of talking, he was saying, you know, there's some people was like, well, they not Latino enough because they not rapping in Spanish and so on and so like. And then they was not black enough for the for the black people. But he's never in there said that he was black. And then he said, you know, we're trying to do it for the Latinos. All right. This was an old video flashback or something. Something I think is on a Fat Joe. He has his, either it's his channel or somebody made a channel called Fat Joe, one or the other. And that was the audio clip from that. I'm going to play it again real quick because I want you guys to hear this. Again, he talks about Latinos. He never claims himself to be black. He throws in, well, we was too Latino or we were too black for the Latinos because we didn't rap or sing in Spanish and this and that. But then, so we was too black for the Latinos. And then... We was too Latino for the blacks. Alright? But he never said he was black. So you can make an assumption and say, well, I guess he's trying to say he's black then. But he ain't say that. And then when he at the other part of that is, he was saying we trying to do this for the Latinos. So again, I'm gonna play it in full and then maybe one more audio of Cardi B. And then probably that'll be it and we'll get out of here. Alright? So let's do this again. When I came in, I tell everybody I was the first Eminem. I grew up in the Bronx and 
in junior high, I would, I would battle 20 black dudes and it'd be me, a little blonde kid, green-eyed kid, thinking he's tough, talking wild shit at the battle, just battling everybody. And, uh, you know, we was in the streets hard. You know, I was like one of the, one of the most respected, feared gangster niggas in the streets. I knew that Latinos had a little bit more to say than Rico Suave or Mellow Mayonnaise. God bless them. But I know there was niggas out there getting money like me who wanted to hear that real nigga shit, even though we Latino. So I kind of knew. So you heard him saying, even though they want to hear that real nigga shit, and even though we Latino, he didn't claim black right there. I'll play it one more time. He didn't claim it then. Who wanted to hear that real nigga shit, even though we Latino. So I kind of knew, like, when I came out, I was like, yo, I was like, you know, I knew it was going to be like this energy to where niggas could relate. And in the future as well, like, you know, bringing somebody like Big Pun in the game, you know, it gave Latinos so much a sense of pride. And, and it's hard because people don't see it like that because in a weird way, we were too black for a pure Latino. Like, there's some pure... In a weird way... In a weird way, we were too black for Latino. So even listening to that, he's not saying he's black. He just said this. In a weird way, we was too black for the Latinos. Because people don't see it like that. Because in a weird way, we were too black for a pure Latino. Like there's some pure Latinos that if you ain't rapping in Spanish or you ain't, they ain't fucking with you, right? We for the pure. It was a weird way for the pure Latinos. To where niggas can relate And in the future as well Like you know Bringing somebody like Big Pun in the game You know It gave Latinos So much a sense of pride and, and it's hard Because people don't see it like that Because in a weird way We were too black For a pure Latino Like there's some pure Latinos That if you ain't rapping in Spanish Or you ain't They ain't fucking with you Right? We too black for them. And then we was too Latinos for some black people in like, let's just say Mississippi or some shit. We was like mutts in the game. And we knew that. So we just played our position and said, yo, you know what? We making music for everybody. We making great music and we gonna represent the Latinos, but make sure we put out a phenomenal body of work and just make it credible and make it dope that if anybody who was rapping, this would be hot shit. So they going, he said, we want to make music for everybody, but we're going to represent the Latinos. I didn't hear black Latinos. I didn't hear Afro Latinos. I didn't hear Afro Cubans. You heard it there. Like, again, this is um, a video or audio from several years back. Where's all that? This is all black music. This is all African music. This is all black music. Where is it at? You don't hear it, right? You don't hear it in that. So where where is it? Where did he say anything like that? Now, he's claiming on the first audio clip that you guys heard, now is black everything. This is black music. Everything you heard is black. And this is this, and this is that. And then you heard Remy Ma say, nah, Joe's black. Joe's black, he's, you know, he's black. And then, I mean, if you listen to the rest of that audio, like I said, I'll put the information in the descriptions. Y'all guys can go back and look at it, see it or listen to it. She was um, saying that, you know, she grew up with him, been around him for, for years. And, you know, he's black. 
But if she'd been with him that long, then she would have known about this part here that I just played for y'all. At some point, even if she wasn't in the room when he said it, she would still get some kind of inclination about him. So, again, could that be the Barbados, the black immigrant part and not the descendant of slave part that was in her? Or if it's in her, I don't know. I don't know if she has um, if she has family who are actual uh, American descendants of slaves. I don't know. But she was real quick to let you know. She she wanted to research this thing and she found out, you know, grandma and grandpa from Barbados. And then you heard Ebony Williams chiming in saying, well, yeah, girl, somebody was asking me and they was they was telling me that they knew you was from Jamaica or you from somewhere from one of them islands. You heard that in the audio as well. All right. So, again, is it cool to be black again? All right. Is it cool to be black again? You guys heard the audios. I'm going to play this one more. It kind of has something to do with it and it kind of doesn't. <laughs> I just thought when I was kind of researching, searching audio clips, I was like, uh, let me put that in. And I think the reason why I did that is because um, somewhere in one of those the audios that I was playing further down in the audio, um, I think they mentioned Cardi B. One of them, somebody said, well, Cardi B said the same thing. I'm thinking like saying she's black or something to that effect. And so that's why I pulled this audio up in case that goes down the road. Now, what I will say is this before I play this audio. Let me see if I can pull it up quick and then play. But what, as I'm doing that, I'm going to say this. The, per the two people on the female side that may be popular that people might know, maybe not everybody know, that they was real adamant about saying they was black. They didn't really shy away from it. Is Amara La Negra. Now, I don't know what she do behind closed doors. I don't know if she don't claim it or not. But she, again, if you didn't hear her talk and she just sat down next to me, you would think that was my girl. That was another homegirl of mine. That's my friend or a business partner and she's black if Amara La Negra was sitting next to me didn't say a word you didn't hear no accent in her voice oh that's a black woman she never shied away from uh, saying she was black now I'm sure there's a lot of others that hadn't but she's one I've heard on several occasions on on video say and claim being black she also mentions the Latin side but she claimed being black. The other person I, I've heard do that. Now, I haven't looked in search of video, videos, but I've heard her on a couple occasions say that is uh, Juju. I think she used to either be married or dated uh, Cameron, the rapper Cameron. And uh, she's apparently of Latin descent as well. And um, African Latin descent, Afro-Latin, Afro-Latina, if you want to say that. Those are only two people I've heard of some type of celebrity status to some level however you want to put it of some type of known halfway known status popularity those are only two and it happened to be women who said it I don't hear too many I didn't hear any brothers say it um, Peter Guns I mentioned Peter Guns and um because he has a kind of darker skin and that dude Rich he kind of favors like you would think he's he might have his, uh, the one that kind of hung out with Peter Guns. You would kind of say that, you know, he can be 
somebody's light-skinned cousin or something like that. But I never hear them. I never heard them say they was black or claim any type of blackness. But I heard Amara La Negra and I heard Juju on a couple of occasions. I, Amara for sure on a bunch of occasions um, from Instagram, from YouTube uh, interviews and stuff like that. I've heard Amara claim being black for sure. And I heard Juju claiming being black, even though they can speak Spanish. I think I think Juju can speak Spanish. But those are only two I heard. Alright? So I'm going to play this last one. Like I said, the reason why I'm playing this last one is simply because uh, I think Cardi B's name was mentioned in one of the audio clips that I played somewhere down the line before or after the audio clips that I played. And um, So being that I... Even if, even if it wasn't, I've heard somewhere before that if it, even if it wasn't in the audio clips that I played, any of them, somewhere along the line, I think I remember hearing somebody saying that, you know, she was even claiming she's black. And so, I just wanted to play this audio clip for you guys. And then after that, we're going to get up out of here, all right? Now, let me see here. Cool. And yes, I got the audio. Let me pull it up. And get it on the correct number here. My cards are flying off off the off the bench. So you just uh bear with me for a sec. And let me get these numbers out. This the first clip here. Here's the first clip, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna do it a little bit earlier than what I, the actual numbers, but here it is. You know, we actually just interviewed him like uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's on some shit, for real. Yeah. <laughs> so I noticed that like in your music and in your conversation, you use the N-word a lot. Yeah. Um, and this is this is like one of the most loaded words. I mean, I would say this is the most loaded word in the English language. You know, I, I remember at one point there was a whole thing where Jennifer Lopez uh, used it in one of her verses. I think Ja Rule wrote the verse, but she used it. And there was this whole backlash over, like, Latinos using the N-word and so forth like that. Like, what's your approach to that? Um... It's just it's something that, like, it's like a, a lingo. Like, even if I want to stop saying it, I really can't stop saying it. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it's just a lingo. I can't stop saying it. Like, I just, I got to say it. This Cardi B, y'all. I don't got nothing against her, too. She from the Bronx, too. I'm from the Bronx, too. It seems like it's something that is so normal, which is bad, but like it is what it is. And if it comes to the fact that she's Latina, you know, like um, my, my, my parents, my, my father's side, we're Spanish, we're Hispanic and everything. But it's like, where do them Spanish people came from? Where them Latina people came from? They mix people, you know, we mix with, with uh, African, European, uh, what is it? Uh, 
melodic and everything. And it's just like, what, 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 what am I considered? And at the end of the day, like Latinos and Hispanic, they are considered a minority. Like you. Now she couldn't put out. She couldn't blurt out black. What am I considered? Now she's cool to tell everybody. Well, yeah, they come from. They're mixed with everything. African and this and this. I'm gonna play this back again. They're mixed with everything. And what am I? I'm uh I'm this I'm that and it's the lingo and we just use the word and but you know hey look you know we we all mix with every little bit everything we, we got African in us and we this and so what are what are we what am I she couldn't say I'm black what am I I guess we are minority and you heard me mention in other podcasts about that word minority you see she can't even bring it to say she's black at least in that little clip and I'm gonna play it again you know like uh, a couple of weeks ago <laughs> yeah he's on some shit for real yeah <laughs> so I, I noticed that like in your music and, and in your conversation you use the n-word a lot yeah um and this is this is like one of the most loaded words I mean I would say this is the most loaded word in the English language you know, I, I remember at one point there was a whole thing where Jennifer Lopez uh, used it in one of her verses. I think Ja Rule wrote the verse, but she used it. And there was this whole backlash over, like, Latinos using the N-word and so forth like that. Like, what's your approach to that? Um, it's just it's something that, like, it's like... A lingo, like even if I want to stop saying it, I really can't stop saying it. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like it seems like it's something that is so normal, which is bad. But like it is what it is. And if it comes to the fact that she's Latina, you know, like um, my 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 parents, my my father's side, we're Spanish, we're Hispanic, and everything. But it's like, where do them Spanish people came from? Where them Latina people came from? They mix people, you know. We mix with with uh, African, European. She even had a hard time even saying African. She was like, because y'all don't see the video. She's but she's going, where we mix with? We mix with like she's trying to think of something else before African. But then she had to say African. So let me let me let y'all listen to that again. Um, <laughs> African. Father side, we're Spanish, we're Hispanic, and everything. But it's like, where do them Spanish people came from? Where them Latina people came from? They mix people, you know. We mix with with uh, African, European, uh, what is it? Uh, mulatic and everything. And it's just like, what what what, what am I considered? And at the end of the day, like Latino. What are you considered, Cardi? What do you consider yourself to be, Cardi? Again, there's no hate, no shade on them. Just playing the audio, asking questions, right? Them Spanish people came from. Where them Latina people came from? They mix people, you know. We mix with with uh, African, European, uh, what is it? Uh, mulatic and everything. And it's just like, what what what, what am I considered? And at the end of the day, like Latinos and Hispanic, they are.
they are considered a minority. <laughs> like you think you think white folks see is uh, Hispanic and black people like like oh yeah they're Hispanic they're black no they we are all considered the same to them so it's like know what I'm saying? Well yeah I mean you actually talked about one of your all right that's one part of it and I guess I'll play this last part it's gonna last about five minutes and uh, I can't remember if it has something to do with the overall conversation of this whole fat Joe comment but if not then I'll stop it but uh, here's the rest of it is that you feel like the dark-skinned girls don't get praised by society as much as light-skinned girls yes it's true have you ever been to us have you ever been to a strip club in New York it's kind of sad. Do you know that right now in the strip club in New York, the bartenders are the new thing right now? And have you noticed, they don't even hire black bartenders in New York City strip clubs, which is sad. But why do you think that is? Because uh, I, I feel like people is having these fetish with these girls that they consider exotic, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I mean, well, I think, like, America as a whole is getting more mixed. You know, you're starting to see more biracial kids and everything else like that. Yeah, you know, and, and I, actually, I think, I, I remember there was this really interesting interview from years ago. It was with Foxy Brown, and she said that before her, when you look at all the music videos, it was always the light-skinned chick, you know, the, the chick with the long, curly hair and everything else like that. And once Foxy came out, dudes was like, yeah, I want that bad, dark-skinned bitch. Like, yeah. Like, you know, she sort of changed the way beauty was viewed in hip-hop. Yeah, I mean... It's just... It's just sad. I don't know what it is. I have... You know what it is. I have dated guys... That they're black, and they have they have told me like I don't date black girls, and it's like I be telling them, but but you're black, but your mom is black. You don't think that's weird? And then they tell me, well, you don't date Spanish guys, right? And I say, no, I don't. I date black guys, and it's like so it's a preference thing, which is kind of like absurd to me. But then it's just like. Now she, now she said it's absurd that, you know, I guess the dude might have told her, well, see, well, Cardi, you just date black guys. You don't even date Latin, Latino guys. And, I mean, first Cardi told him, like, what? You don't date black women? And your mom is black? Ain't that kind of weird? And so the dude's response was, well, you don't date Latino dudes. You date black guys. And then she's like, well... Or the dude might have said, well, I guess it's a preference then, right? And even Cardi B still had a question about that. In her Deep in her gut, she's like, I don't know. You know, it's still questioning her head like, that's still kind of weird to me. You don't like the very females who look like your mom. No, it's more like a hatred of what you are, what you look like, more than anything else. Saying them, but... But you're black, but your mom is black. You don't think that's weird? And then they tell me, well, you don't date Spanish guys, right? And I say, no, I don't. I date black guys. And it's like, so 
it's a preference thing, which is kind of like absurd to me. But then it's just like, like she said, but it's kind of like absurd to her, even about the preference thing. But and it's like I be telling them, but <coughs> but you're black, but your mom is black. You don't think that's weird? And then they tell me, well, you don't date Spanish guys, right? And I say, no, I don't. I date black guys. And it's like, so it's a preference thing, which is kind of like absurd to me. But then it's just like, I have a preference myself. No, I feel you. I mean, I, I mostly date black girls. I mean, although I've dated pretty much everything, but most of my long-term relationships were with black girls, and clearly, I'm not black. Um, but, but you don't date Spanish guys at all? No. Do you have any idea why? I guess I like, um... <coughs> first and first, I like, I like, um, dark complexion. And it seemed like every dark guy that I ever liked... <laughs> The African-American or Jamaican. I don't even like people I think that, like, is my race. Just because I like to date people that are different from me. Like, I like to date people that, that are not like me. I like, I like to, I like their culture. I already know my culture. So I want something new to me. You know, if uh, I'll probably date a white person because I want to know more about the culture, but I'm not attractive to uh, light skin, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think everyone deserves their own preference, you know, but I think that once people say. That, I, I, I don't I don't I, you could have your own preference. You could have your own preference. It's OK. You could you could like what you want to like, but don't ever feel like somebody is better than somebody else. Like, don't ever be like, oh, like, for example, if a guy was to say, like, I don't like, I don't like black girls because those are not my preference. Okay, but don't ever, don't ever make it seem like I don't like black girls because I think light-skinned girls look better. Don't ever, don't ever be on some, like, somebody look better than somebody else because of a skin complexion. Well, well but isn't that what you're saying, though? If you're saying, I, I, I fuck with a certain type of person. Because that's my preference. But, but that's my, I, that person looks better to me. My, but it's not because it looks better. Because um, don't make it seem like, oh, you're you're not a, like... A lot of people be like, you know, I like a, an exotic girl. I like a foreign girl. So it's like, what you trying to say? Because I, I, that, that's like me saying, I don't think light-skinned men are not exotic and foreign. You feel me? Yeah. I, I just like what I like. Don't I'm never gonna make a light skinned man feel like they less. Alright, there you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. So there's the breakdown. There's my, my take on it on the Fat Joe's comment and a, a few other things related to black. Again, I asked the question, is it now cool? to be black again are people slowly trying to finagle their way into being black are some Italians gonna say hey I got some black in me I got black this and I got black that are the Trinidadians gonna be black again are the uh, Jamaicans those who don't ride I'm not saying when I say this I don't mean everybody 
because again like I said every you have some from all of these groups that are you know they arrive for that the black American that foundational black American that that American descendant of slaves they're they're down with them 100% and then they're just those that are just cooning it up really so is it cool to be black again that's the question all right so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast I appreciate it as always you guys watching and listening um, I hope you get something out of these things I hope you enjoy it for those who want to enjoy it for anything that's knowledgeable who, who are looking for things knowledgeable I hope you get some knowledge out of it even if it's just the, the knowledge of knowing people's perspectives that you didn't know or realize before um, if it's something educational that you got from it so all, all of it is all good and I um, again like I said I appreciate you guys for checking out the show and listening keep listening share the videos share the audios to others when they uh, when these kind of discussions are talked about or put up add this video or audio if you're listening to it to others uh, perspectives to listen to it all right so with that being said man I'm about to get up out of here and uh chill a little bit get something to drink I'm not that hungry though I did pass a smoothie spot on my way over here. I might stop by on my way back. But again, you are rocking with the best thoughts of the week. Let's go, baby. Peace. I'm out. One love.